Hi, it's Vana. Welcome to Midlife Confidence. I found that bringing our glow back in our middle years comes from learning to manage our own mind. It's time to love your life and love yourself. Join me on a journey as we discover our midlife confidence. How do you want to feel about your life when you reach your later years, like a few decades from now? We all want to feel gratified and proud of ourselves for what we've done and know that we've blessed others and showed up in our own unique way in life. We want to feel that our lives were significant and that we didn't waste our precious time here. And the key to that future sense of fulfillment and confidence is to have a clear purpose for our life in these next few years. This is the third episode in a series about creating your purpose. It started with episode 34, and we've talked about deciding how you want to feel as you engage in your purpose. We've talked about choosing your core values and zooming in on your highest purpose. So here's a true story that was printed in a South Korean newspaper some years ago. It was written by a 95-year-old man, and it's given many people a lot to think about. He said that he had worked really hard when he was young, and as a result, he was recognized for his skills and he was very respected. In fact, he founded a university. And then he was able to retire proudly and confidently at the age of 65. But then he wrote, I shed such tears of regret 30 years later, though, on my 95th birthday. My first 65 years were proud and honorable, but the 30 years of my life since then have been full of regret and bitterness. After retiring, I thought, I've now lived my life. Any years I have left are just a bonus. And with that thought in mind, I just waited for a painless death, a pointless, hopeless life. I lived such a life for some 30 years. 30 years are a long time, one-third of my 95 years of life so far. When I retired, if I had thought that I could live another 30 years, I really would not have lived that way. It was a great mistake then for me to think that I was old, that it was too late for me to start something. I'm 95 years old now, but I have a clear mind. I might live 10 years or 20 years more. And then he went on to say that he's going to start studying a foreign language, something that he's always wanted to do. And he said his one reason for that was that on his 105th birthday in 10 years, he didn't want to regret not starting anything new when he was 95. His name was Sokayo Kang. And even at the age of 100, he would stand at a lectern and share his wisdom of his life. And then he passed away at the age of 103. So that's a little sobering, isn't it? Let's step back out of our present muddle, whatever is drawing all of your attention today about getting through this day or this week, and let's look ahead. We have decades before us. What a gift and opportunity to be treasured, not wasted. Let's remind each other to be mindful and intentional about that. Did you know that we're living so much longer today that professionals are starting to talk about our second midlife? Only a hundred years ago, life expectancy was around 50 years, but now we can reasonably expect to live into our 80s and 90s. 
We live not only longer, but more actively these days. And this has given rise to a brand new stage of life called the second middle age. We might have a first midlife transition stage around 40 to 60 years old, and then our second midlife from around 60 to 80. Personally, I've decided to live to 100, so I have 40 years to fill. Remembering that helps me relax about the challenges of starting up this podcast and all the things that go into a new project like life coaching. I just remember I'm investing in something that I'll get to keep doing for 30 years and then maybe I'll retire. Well, an author named Ilchi Lee wrote that in our older years especially. It can be easy to not care as much about the future because we might feel like we don't have a stake in it. Maybe we think we won't be around to experience it. He said, and I agree with him, that the most important task in the second half of life is finding a purpose, one that will give the rest of our years meaning. Without it, living even to be 80 might feel boring and pointless. We all want to feel like we have no more regrets or resentments, that we've lived a life full of meaning and we're proud of ourselves. Yeah, that's a scary prospect to end up feeling regret for how we lived because everything we do is because we want to feel or avoid feeling something. So keeping in mind that we want to live out our life so that it's easier to feel fulfilled and confident instead of regretful is a good way to approach it. Now, if we get to the end of our life with no regrets at all, then we probably haven't lived a very interesting life, right? But I do want to be clear that no matter what you do in life, you can decide to not feel regret. We can do that now with things that we regret, and we can do that in the future. Regret actually isn't a very useful feeling because it keeps us stuck in ruminating on the past and judging ourselves. When we think about our past actions, for example, maybe we regret that we were hard on our kids about their grades, and now we wish we had been more accepting and loving about it all. Well, regret doesn't heal anything. A more powerful emotion could be compassion for both your kids and you for going through that hard experience and knowing that you did what you thought was the best way to help them at the time. So now let's shift a bit. Let's think about another way to live a purposeful life and steer away from that regret. What feels incomplete, unfinished, and unfulfilled for you now? Let's talk about those loose ends in your life and how to be sure you tie them up. You have time to close the loop, realize some unfulfilled dreams, and integrate them in with your purpose. Here are seven questions to help you get clear on these open loops in your life. We're going to go into detail in a minute, and I'll post these questions in the show notes so that if you're following my suggestion to do a purpose journal, these would be great journaling questions. So I'm just going to review them all now, and then we'll go into detail. Number one is, how could I complete or make progress on things I started but haven't finished yet? Number two, how could I experience some things I feel like I've missed out on? Number three, how could I develop a personal quality that I haven't mastered yet? Number four is, how could I learn a skill that I don't know yet? Five is, how could I heal a relationship that is weak or broken? Six is, how could I deepen my spiritual life where it feels shallow? 
And the big overarching question is number seven. How could I integrate all the different pieces of my life experience so far and bring them into my powerful purpose? I love the concept of integration because we might feel like our life has been a random and meaningless collection of experiences, like a box full of gears, bolts, and wires. But what if we poured out all those parts and we sorted them and then we put them together into a remarkable little machine that could do something useful and meaningful? So let's think about integrating all these things in our life into our purpose. So let's bring in a pretend friend. Did any of your kids have an imaginary friend when they were growing up? Our oldest daughter, Brianne, when she was about three, she had an imaginary friend called Johnny. And she would tell me what he said to her. She played with him all the time. We even had to buckle him into the car. (laughs) And then when our daughter, Taryn, our second child was born, Brianne was about three years, nine months and Johnny disappeared. I never heard his name again once Taryn had come home. So I want you to meet Shaw. Shaw's 54 and she's been a radiologist for 20 years. She's been married to her second husband for nine years and between them they have three kids in their 20s. Two of the kids live at home still but they're busy going to college and working so they don't see them very much. Shaw loves to watch documentaries, and she collects vintage earrings, and she loves her two Abyssinian cats. Shaw's felt a little restless for a few years, so she's redesigning her life purpose now that her kids are more independent, and she's pretty comfortable in her career. Well, Shaw's done some of the work that we've talked about. She's decided that the three emotions she's seeking through a purpose are to feel curious, competent, and connected. And she also decided that her guiding values are truth, expertise, exploration, friendship, and beauty. Then she came to decide that her highest purpose is to inspire lifelong learning. And that's because learning has been such a source of pleasure for her. It helped her have a successful career and be engaged in her life. It was a way to make friends with like-minded people, and learning was even a way she coped with hard times like getting through a divorce. So let's walk with Shaw while she asks herself those seven questions and see how they motivate her to get moving on what she discovers about herself. So Shaw considered, how could I complete or make progress on things I've started? She had taken three semesters of Italian back in college, And a few times since then, she started some language learning programs, but she stopped before she ever got to a conversational level. And it's always been something she wanted to do again, but she would always tell herself that is a waste of time. (laughs) But now she realizes that desire has never gone away. And if she doesn't answer it, she's going to end up feeling like she gave up on something important to her. So she started listening to an Italian language program every day on her way to and from work. Well, it not only benefits her, but she's setting an example for her kids to never stop loving to learn new things and never stop growing. When Shaw asked herself, how could I experience some things 
that I feel like I've missed out on. Well, she had never traveled very much just for fun. She did lots of obligation travel for professional training and visiting family. And then she did lots of camping with her family because that's what they all love to do. But she decided to plan her first trip overseas to Italy and include some shopping for vintage earrings. How could that tie in with her higher purpose to inspire lifelong learning? Well, she wanted to engage in this trip, not just as a break and a vacation, but an opportunity to learn, to practice the language, and make sure she finds some good local guides to teach her about the history and culture. And she'd get to expand what she knows about vintage jewelry. And she'd get to share that in some Facebook groups of jewelry collectors that she belongs to. Now Shaw considered, how could I develop a personal quality that I haven't mastered yet? Well, she realized that she had often been critical instead of grateful for simple things, and she didn't want to stay there. She wanted to feel more gratitude, so she decided to set a reminder on her phone every day at 7 p.m. and write down three things she was grateful for that day so she'd be more aware of it. And that ties into her purpose because it would help her be more aware and grateful for the constant, simple, everyday chances to learn and how that fuels her desire to help others feel that too. It helps her show up with enthusiasm and authenticity when she's sharing it. She found that gratitude was something that helped her feel lighter and more enthusiastic about life. Then she thought about, well, how could I learn a skill that I don't have yet? She's pretty skilled in her profession, but as far as social media, she had pretty much been a consumer and didn't post very often. She decided she wanted to learn how to create an Instagram account and use it to share her favorite documentaries. She could tell interesting details about these shows and what her favorite takeaways from them were and encourage people to watch and learn from them too. So that ties right in with her purpose to inspire lifelong learning. That's pretty clear because learning about Instagram could help her reach people directly and spark their interest in learning through documentaries too. Now Shaw thought about how could I renew a relationship that's weak or broken? Well, there's some tension between her and one of her daughters about a conversation they had about what her daughter was spending her money on. She knew her daughter felt judged. So Shaw decided she wanted to do her part to mend the relationship now and not just wait, hoping it would just go away, which is actually how she had often handled misunderstandings and hurt feelings in the past. So she watched a couple of YouTube videos about how to resolve arguments and show love in the process. She got some new ideas and she tried them out with good results with her daughter. And that leads into her higher purpose because she's teaching her daughter that it's never too late to change. And you can always learn to build up your relationships and showing her that their relationship is important enough to her that she would go get some help and try something new that was out of her comfort zone. The next question for Shaw was, how could I deepen my spiritual life where it feels shallow? Shaw and her husband were regular church attenders, and they had daily prayer and religious observance in their home, but Shaw wasn't feeling the spiritual peace and reassurance she wanted to feel. Honestly, she felt a little empty and disconnected from God, even though they were putting on a good show. So she decided to give herself time alone every Sunday just for quiet time to relax, 
read, pray, and seek more of that spiritual sense in her life now. And she also called a cousin who seemed to be getting more out of her spiritual life and talked to her about it. And they decided to have a visit every month to share what was going on as they seek deeper meaning and connection with God. So these actions soon helped Shaw feel more insight and peace into the meaning and wonder of life and seeing God's hand in her own life. And this helped her in her purpose because she felt more hopeful and grounded spiritually. It brought Shaw more energy and inspiration as she looked for ways to serve others. She began to see her own higher purpose as part of God's plan for her to grow and to teach others to grow as well. As Shaw worked through these questions, she began to see a bigger picture for how she could integrate all these different pieces of her life experience and bring them into her higher purpose. She could see in a new way how she had already been living her higher purpose and new ways that she could do that. She had loved learning from professional development to her leisure activities to learning to create a blended family to healing from heartbreak and so many other things. All of these have given her a unique take on the value of lifelong learning. And now she was ready to use all that wisdom and experience as motivation and examples to share with other people and to find ways to reach out. Her new Instagram account would be one way to start, and maybe even in time, she could learn to produce her own little documentaries as Instagram videos about the things that she knows about. She could do little videos on vintage earrings, on her cats, blended families, what she knew about radiology, and being a working mom, learning a language later in life, her spiritual growth, all the wisdom she had gained from her life experiences. And looking ahead, she could imagine other ways to inspire learning, such as starting a documentary club, and they could watch a documentary together every month and discuss it together. Or she could offer to come and share what she knows at a high school theater class or a senior center, and all through it to inspire people to stay curious and be in the wonder of the world and just keep learning. Can you see how these goals and actions offer a way for Shah to feel the three emotions that she chose, ways to feel curious, competent, and connected, and they would be avenues for her to express her values of truth, expertise, exploration, friendship, and beauty. Shaw started feeling a new light and energy. She found that her mind was often engaged in thinking about all these projects and plans that she was excited about, and she was having fun sharing her ideas with her husband and kids. So now back to you. I hope you see that it's not so much that we define these particular values and these desired motions, and then we plug them into a formula and out pops the perfect life purpose. I hope you can see that there are so many purposes that you could choose that would provide a channel for you to express your values, your talents, your experiences, all these things, all these assets you have. And speaking of purpose, one of the reasons I'm doing this three-month series on living your purpose is because I'm creating a course on purpose. Now that's very meta. I'm I'm purposely creating a course on purpose, (laughs) but it's been so rewarding to work on this. 
And especially this last week, I really started seeing parts of it come together. And I'm so excited to have this program to share with you. So stay tuned. I'll let you know how it's coming and when it's ready to launch. So what can you do now? You can answer those seven questions and then pick just one to begin working on and be excited that you can resolve some of these things that feel incomplete now. You have years and years of life experience in your soul. You have all your unique assets. You have so much time ahead to fill with something purposeful. It's all priceless, and I'm excited for you to bring it all together and integrate it all into your personal legacy. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. If you feel like there's something more for you, you're right. As a life coach, I teach people in midlife to see what's been getting in their way and how to clear it up and get on with what they want next. This is the perfect time to update your mind. You'll know how to feel better now so you can get those important things going. I'm always happy to chat about your life and what you want. All you need to do is get in touch with me. You can email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com Contact me on my website, midlifeconfidencecoach.com, or message me on social media. I'm at Vonna Davis on Instagram. You can learn more about working with me on my website or Instagram. All of that's in the show notes. Take care until next time.